brought to you by the Center for the Arts of Greater Lapeer. The PIX podcast showcases the best of the PIX Theater and Gallery 194's featured artists, musicians, and entertainers. We are the Center for all things art and entertainment in Greater Lapeer. Here's your host, Jill Lynn Lyons. Good afternoon, and welcome to the episode of the PIX podcast. And this week, it's a little different. We're going to be talking with Pat, who is the director of Anatomy of a Murder, which is not happening at the Center for the Arts, but it is happening in downtown Lapeer, and we are very supportive. So welcome, Pat. Well, thank you, Jill. It's my pleasure to be here today. Thanks so much. So let's give the audience a little bit of a background about you and how you came into theater. Well, I live in Lapeer County and I have for a a long, long time. I had been involved in theater in high school and hadn't done anything in years. I lived in Ortonville at the time. I uh, auditioned for a play at the Depot Theater in Clarkston, got a role, loved it again, and was hooked. Didn't do it again, though, for 18 years until I auditioned for a part in a play with Lapeer Community Theater. And that's what started my, I know, my daughter showed quarter horses. So, you know, as she was growing up, I didn't do another play for years and years and years. But I love it. I love doing it. And it's just so much fun. And the people that you meet doing theater is the best part about doing theater. So after being a stage manager a couple times and small roles and plays, I started directing. And I, my first was assistant directing with Rod Robertson when Lapeer Community Theater presented A Little Piece of Heaven. And that got me to the point where I decided directing was more for me. I loved it. I loved, I could see it in my head and I knew how I wanted it to be. So that's how I got started with, with theater. That's wonderful. And you're right. It is the people. It's the process and the people. So this will be the second play at the historic courthouse and also the second time for you being the director of a play at the historic courthouse was the idea originally yours to it was 12 angry jurors was the first play correct 12 angry jurors was the first play and evidently this had been done years and years ago not 12 angry jurors there was another play that had been done there and george jones who has been in both of these productions was involved with the the one that they did a long, long time ago. I don't, I can't remember the name of the place. So this was not the first time this was done. But when we decided to do 12 Angry Jurors, it was a first for me. That was for sure. And <laughs> that play was just so exciting and so wonderful and just a, a great cast. And it was so well received. And it was a great fundraiser for the historic courthouse restoration people and for Lapeer Community Theater. So it was a win-win situation. I was was just going to say that I have a lot of people 
from that play that are in this play also. I was going to ask you to, if you could talk about the difference between the performance in the courthouse as opposed to the theater, because there's a little bit different vibe there, isn't it? There's a totally different vibe there. Number one, the feeling in the courthouse, the minute you walk in and you see it for the first time, it's actually breathtaking. For me, it was anyway. I had never been in the courthouse and how beautiful and wonderful it is. But the biggest difference is you have no place to hide anything. What you're doing is right there in open view but you also have to do it in a way that everyone can see you. There's no stadium seating in the courthouse. It's flat seats. So when people are talking and making a point, they have to be standing. They have to be moving. They have to make it look natural, like this is what they're really doing. They're not just standing so that you can see them. They're standing with a purpose. And they make it look effortless. They really do. It looks just so natural. And like you, you get up because you're, you're talking and walking and you're thinking. It's just a, a wonderful place to do a play. This year, the play is Anatomy of a Murder, which is based on a true story, correct? Yes. In 1952, an Army lieutenant by the name of Coleman Peterson shot the bartender at the Lumberjack Bar. His name was Mike Chenoweth. I may be just mispronouncing that to beat the band because he raped Charlotte Peterson, Lieutenant Peterson's wife. So the murder actually took place. It was real and it was all based on a real murder case up in Big Bay. The person that wrote the book Anatomy of a Murder under the name of Robert Traver was really John Volker, who was the defense attorney. So oh. it is, it is, it's so much of this is based on facts, but a little more, you know, some fictional details added along the way to spice things up a bit, but it was a real Murder, murder trial, the whole nine yards. And John Volker went on to serve in the Supreme Court. And then he retired to the Upper Peninsula. And that's when he started writing because he loved to fish. And he retired up there. So if you go up to the Lumberjack Bar or to the Mar Marquette County Courthouse where the trial took place, there is a lot of historical data that is fact. So pretty exciting. Did you go up to see all of this? I did not. I'm going this summer. Uh, my brother lives in the UP and I'm going to go visit him. But George Jones, who plays our defense attorney and in the play, his name is Paul Bigler. He went up there last year and went to the bar. So there's a, they have a section in the bar with the body outline and they have all the oh newspaper <laughs> clippings and they sell souvenirs. And this play is so it's an intriguing play. There's a lot of detail in this play that you really need to listen to because it is a wild court case. I don't want to give anything away because you, you really need to see it. You need to pay attention. You need to listen and you need to watch the body language of the characters. There's a lot to pick up on.
Would you say that having this play uh, about a court case in a historic courtroom, the courtroom almost becomes another character because the reality of the situation where you are just helps reinforce everything? Oh, definitely. Because you have the judge in this in 12 Angry Jurors, it was supposed to just be the jury room, the deliberation. You know, you started right. out, you were in the courtroom, and then it became just the jury room. Well, in this play, you have to represent the lawyer's office, the jail room where the lawyer meets with his client, back to the office. So this one, took, this one takes a lot more imagination, but the actual courtroom scenes are the main part of the play and being really in the courtroom makes it so dramatic. And the emotions were so high in this play. It's a, a very, very intense play. Definitely not for children. It's a, an adult themed play, you know, teenagers, I'm sure they see worse or hear worse on TV, but it is, you know, rape is, part of the play. So it's not for little kids. No, I didn't uh, think 12 Angry Jurors was either. Though This was originally supposed to, the performances were originally supposed to take place in May of 2020, correct? It was March of 2020. We oh, were March. one week. Yes, it was one week away from opening. We <sighs> had pre- rehearsed this play for months you know, the, we had done our dress rehearsals, we were ready to go, and COVID shut the entire state of Michigan down. We have been waiting years to perform this play. So when you see the amount of lines that George Jones has in this play, because he is the defense attorney, he is on for 90% of the play or more. I mean, This man is phenomenal. All the characters have worked so hard on this. I had four people that wouldn't come back. So we've got some new characters in there too. You know, new people who had to pick up and fit in and they've all done a fabulous job. I have never had a cast so dedicated to a play ever. They're wonderful people. Well, that was what I was going to ask. You kind of answered my question. Did it require as much rehearsal coming back? I mean, it was a long hiatus from from being so close to opening to starting up the rehearsal process again. Was it like starting over? Not totally, because so many people remembered how we did it last time. The prosecuting attorney and... uh, Assistant District Attorney, all these people had been there before. The judge, the same judge. I have a new Lieutenant Mannion who was the, he's the defendant. You know, he's the one who's accused. And the person that played his wife was there before, though. So a lot of the characters were already there before. But it's just so many lines and so much detail and you can't miss things because it all flows together. So it didn't take quite as much rehearsal, but some of these people had been getting together for two years and rehearsing at parks, going over lines to not lose everything that they had. 
Because we were determined we were going to do this. <laughs> I told them, we will do this play. We are not letting this go. And we did. And through their dedication and hard work, we've done it. That's fantastic. I can't wait to do this. I know. I can't wait to present it. And that's how they feel, too. I mean, we'll all be glad when it's over. Because believe <laughs> me, this feels like a play we've rehearsed for three years. <laughs> but... It was much work and you just can't wait to present it though. The, we should probably also talk about the fact that not only is this taking place in the courthouse, but it's also going to benefit the courthouse. Exactly. And that is one of the best parts of it. Because all of us who have been in that courthouse from 12 angry jurors and anatomy of a, a murder, you feel like you're home. It's like, oh. We're back. It is just such an emotional feeling to walk in there and and know what you're doing and that it, everything helps to restore this beautiful building because it is a beautiful building. It's when courthouses were grand. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it, but you're 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 happy to do this. We all are. It's it's an honor to be perfectly honest to be part of this. And we should probably mention that it's 50% of the proceeds, which is an enormous amount, are going to the Friends of the Historic Lapeer Courthouse. And the courthouse, because it is so old, is in constant need. The renovations that have been done were never fully completed. And I know that some of the funds raised are going to help with the completion of some of those things. And also, anyone who has an older home knows there's always something. <laughs> and with that building, it's so magnificent and so amazing because it's built out of wood. So to have survived is quite remarkable. It really is. And I can't imagine how the people feel when they come to see this play and they have to be taken there. That's how I would feel is this play takes you to that courtroom. You are a part of the trial. You're a witness. And that's another interesting part that we've got going on is there's going to be a jury. Now, a lot of the jury members are paying patrons they are people who may be related to cast members because we had to be careful who we got on this jury. But for some of the performances, we're going to invite people to be part of the jury. So they will have to follow the instructions of, we have the person who's the jury foreman who will be guiding them, but they'll be upfront and personal with the trial. They're going to be there. They're going to see it from the jury box. Oh yeah, we've we've got we're going to have a real jury that's going to be sitting up there. So they'll have some instructions to follow and to know what to do. But that's how we're doing it. And it's it's an exciting experience. It's always a challenge. I will say, and especially since I was retired, you know, I retired. I was this was going to be my last play <laughs> for uh, the courthouse, and I was in Gulf Shores, Alabama until the beginning of April. So Cassie Shaw was doing rehearsals at the church in Lapeer. And thank goodness for that, because everything <laughs> had to start before I got back. But once I got back and the people from Lapeer County, the building's 
people were just so gracious and so helpful and they let us in and made us welcome. And it's just, it's always a wonderful experience. It really, really is. It's such a wonderful community to live in. I love Lapeer. I do. It's a fantastic downtown. It's beautiful and very exciting. Still some tickets left too. They could get tickets at the door actually this time. Last time we sold out in a heartbeat, but I think there's still some left. I I will have to check on that, but they could check at the Lapeer Community Theater's website to see if there's still tickets available. Yes. When I checked yesterday, there were still going to have tickets available at the door. That's wonderful because I know for a lot of people that had to be quite the experience because they bought tickets through brown paper tickets. And then when everything shut down, they were shut down too. I know everybody finally got a refund, but it took years to do. But a lot of places were working remotely. And I know everybody I've talked to has finally gotten their money refunded. So some people might not be confident without getting their tickets at the door. So I can understand that. That was a big deal. But No, I'm glad that they will be available at the door because it is one of those shows where we don't have the tickets and people keep coming in asking us for the tickets here at the Center for the Arts. And so we hope that they will show up and be able to purchase them at the, the limited seating. It is limited to a hundred. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's limited to a hundred each night, but there are four nights. That's you want to get the dates? It is the 6th and 7th of May, the 13th and 14th. The doors open at six o'clock and the play starts promptly at six 30. And their late seating is frowned upon because it's very distracting. And you can't use the elevators once the play has started because then you'd be coming right into the play. So you'd have to take the steps. So we ask that people get there. You know, you want to be there in your seats at 630. So, and it's, there'll be a 15, 20 minute intermission, however long that takes. But it's a, it's a very intense play. You'll want to see it from the beginning so that you'll understand what's happened. Thank you so much, Pat, for talking with me today and for directing this wonderful play at the courthouse. Again, you can get those tickets at the door or the Lapeer Community Theater website. We hope to see you this weekend or next weekend, this Friday, Saturday, or next Friday and Saturday. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Jill. Thanks. All right. We'll see you at Anatomy of a Murder. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the PIX Podcast. To learn more about upcoming shows and events, visit www.centerforthearts.org.